Chapter 37 The Tao does not coerce, yet everything gets accomplished. If leaders could grasp this Tao, everything would be transformed spontaneously. Even when transformed men fall back into their old patterns, I calm them back down by pointing them to naturalness to remind them how to rest in the sublime. Resting in the sublime, they can let go of desire. Letting go of desire, everything in the world will spontaneously settle back into balance. I think it's particularly fitting that I address a recent listener question that came via email and the question basically says do you know how to practice non-domination with children who if I let them would eat candy all day play video games non-stop and never brush their teeth after repeating myself many times I start to yell and threaten to take computers or tv away they're eight and nine years old I used to fear my dad and obeyed the second he asked me to do something. I totally resonate with this question because I remember even when when my children were younger, I remember at one point I was just so frustrated that they weren't listening to me that they, you know, over multiple times of me asking them to do things and, and just wasn't happening and I basically at some point I just said do I have to get mad in order for you to listen like do you need me to get angry at you and I really felt that I felt like that was the only way that they were going to actually do what I asked and what this chapter sort of reminds me of is the idea that it's when you are coercing, when you are coming at it with sort of this this domination approach, that that is actually when the Tao is not in effect. The stuff that happens automatically that would happen through the way of the Tao is not going to happen when it has to be forced, when it's when you're making somebody behave. And I totally, totally resonate with, you know, with my own children, the idea like, you know, they would eat candy all day, play video games nonstop, never brush their teeth. And I look at what it's, what's at the heart of all of those things. And it really seems to come down to self-care. That although we often as parents, you know, we'll tell our kids things to do that we know it's good for them but they don't always internalize the real reason why that that is something that they should not only listen to us but actually lead for their own lives they should be the ones that are pursuing that that they want to properly care for themselves for their own health for their own well-being and when that isn't internalized then sometimes what just happens is this you know external outward uh showing which we'll we'll talk about more in the next chapter chapter 38 but what really what do we want from our children do we want the trappings the the external the what looks like that they are 
well-behaved and well-cared for? Or do we actually want them to internalize values for how they're going to behave and interact with other people or how they're going to take care of themselves? Now, it's also possible that it's something entirely different. It could be that they just, they also know that they know how to take care of themselves, but they know how to push our buttons, that they know how to manipulate us. And so perhaps by not listening, maybe maybe they're kind of getting you know back at us in some small way. But then why, I'd also ask, then why, why is that, uh, you know, even there in the first place? So why would they be trying to get us? So I think that the one of the best things that you can do in this situation is have a conversation with your children. The way of the Tao is not the easy way. It takes a lot of work. Everything we're talking about here, actually, it, it, it is. There is a lot of work involved. It is not the easy way. In fact, we mentioned um, a whole lot about some of this topic with uh, Alfie Cohn and his research when, when children internalize values versus just externally are, you know, pretending like that they have those values, that we're doing our children a big disservice when they don't actually internalize these values. And further, that if we don't love them unconditionally, if we sort of show our approval or our love towards them only based on how well behaved they are or how well they listen to us, then that's another level of breakdown in what we really can offer our children. And so I mean, I look at this and I think that the best thing really in a situation like this is to have a conversation with your children, figure out what's at the heart of them not listening or not taking care of themselves. And then going from there and figuring out like how, you know, how then do we change that? How do we get them to own their own self-care? Because eventually, I mean, whether, again, so whether it's eating or, or what they do or not taking care of, like brushing their teeth and all this stuff, they will ultimately be on their own. And these issues will still come up in their lives if they haven't internalized these values and taken the leadership in it for themselves, not because you've told them to or made them. And so it can take a lot of work for us to explain to our children some of these things. But once we finally do, then things get transformed spontaneously. So when you do that initial work, it gets a lot easier on any other self-care issue or any other issue where they might be tempted to manipulate you if that's the cause or whatever else it might be. It sort of nips that right there in the bud. And then you can always sort of point back to, you know, this is another instance where you should, you know, we need to, you know, look at how does this play into our self-care? How does this play into, you know, whatever it is? So that that way, when you point them back to the right direction again, when you see them go off track, then then it comes back into balance all over again. And you're not starting necessarily, you're not starting from square one. And it's that when you see your children start to internalize these values, which we know are for their own best interest if it's not for their own best interest then I mean that probably needs to go anyway but on the things that are in their best interest and they internalize that then 
a whole host of anything in that category can be very easily changed and redirected. But if they don't, then every time one of these issues comes up, it's just another battle and it starts all over again. So sometimes that, like, that's the shortcut to getting them to do what you want. But if, if it's not internalized, then it ultimately isn't the values that they're walking away with. It won't be the way that they continue to take care of themselves when they're on their own. And I think I feel that it's my job as a parent to give my children the best tools to help learn how to care for themselves and not need me to tell them everything that is good for them. So that that way I can trust when they go off to college, when, you know, when they become adults and do their own thing, that they are going to make decisions that are in their best interest. It's when you start to see your children internalize these values and live it out that you can, you don't have to worry about them anymore. That you can just trust that they know how to take care of themselves. And that's where you can start to have a good night's rest <laughs> and find real peace. <laughs> and not just constant worry and stress and, and anxiety over whether or not our children will, fl- will, will eventually thrive. Not only is it just even our, our children, but any type of position of leadership or people that are underneath us in our care. That same, this whole same thing applies, and everything runs a lot smoother once these values are internalized, and that's where we'll find actual peace. Thank you, and have a great day.